Welcome to The Cap, where we are here to speak with college reps and other professionals in the field of college admissions to help answer all your questions and guide you through every step of the process. So if you're serious about college admissions, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Durante. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and I am here to introduce you to college admissions representatives and other professionals in the field of college admissions. Our purpose is to serve you, the students and parents, so that you may gain insight straight from the people who ultimately make the decisions. Regardless of whether you apply to a particular school being highlighted in a given episode, you should listen to all of them, as each guest will give you tremendous insight and advice on every aspect of the college admissions process, prompting you to come up with your own follow-up questions for when you visit campus or meet with a college admissions representative yourself. Don't forget to visit our website, www.collegeadmissionstalk.com, or the show notes of each episode to access the alphabetical list of all the colleges available with the related audio link to the right of each school. The alphabetical list provides you with on-demand access to all of the episodes so that you may listen whenever you wish. And if you want to receive links to episodes before they are released on the podcast, along with other related resources, please fill out the email opt-in form also available on our website and in the show notes of each episode. Lastly, please email me with any questions or comments at collegeadmissionstalk at gmail.com. So are you ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today Sydney Trahan, who's an admissions counselor at Worcester Polytechnic Institute in Massachusetts. It's also known as WPI. Sydney, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am doing great, and I'm so happy to have you, as I know that this is going to be an awesome conversation. So, Sydney, let me ask you, what is it that you love about WPI that makes it so appealing for so many students to want to apply and ultimately attend? WPI is a very unique institution. Um, many people know that we're kind of known for being a STEM school, especially in New England. Um, and we have so many different degree programs, which we'll get into in just a minute. But really the way that we roll out our academics is extremely unique when compared to other institutions, colleges, universities. Um, we run on a term system instead of a traditional semester-based system, which is unique. Um, we also really are all about project-based learning. Um, so having students collaborate with one another, fostering a collaborative environment um, is something that's very important to us and really getting that hands-on project-based experience in experience in industry is something that we really value at WPI. Well, that's terrific. Thank you so much. And can you give us an overview of WPI's academic programs? Let's dig a little deeper, Sydney, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Um, so we have over 50 different degree programs we offer at WPI. Um, we have 12 different kinds of engineering, so you name it, we probably have it. Um, <laughs> we also have the traditional life sciences, so that includes things like chemistry, biology, physics. Um, we have an entire business school, um, so we offer um, everything from a business minor all the way up to an MBA. Um, business is actually our most popular minor here at WPI. 
Um, a lot of our students like to pair a STEM degree or their STEM degree with some form of business experience. Um, they will be moving on one day and working for companies and organizations. Um, so many of them like to have that experience under their belt. So that makes it really our largest minor. Um, we also have a very large computer science program at WPI. Um, students take that in a lot of different directions. Um, we really allow for a very flexible and customizable education in all of our majors at WPI. Um, we also have niche programs like IMGD <laughs> or Interactive Media and Game Development or Game Design. Um, that's a really fun program as well. You can either take the Bachelor of Science route through that program if you are somebody that is more interested in pursuing, let's say, the coding, kind of more technical aspect of media development or video game development, or you can take the Bachelor of Arts um, route through that program if you're somebody that's more interested in, let's say, graphic design. So a very wide range of programs and a lot of opportunity um, for customization here. Well, you're definitely a STEM school Project-based learning is at the forefront, which is terrific. 12 types of engineering. In addition to that, you have chemistry, biology, and physics. You also mentioned the business minor and some of your niche programs, which is awesome. What are some other niche programs or standout student activities at WPI that you think students should know about? So a big thing about WPI really is the clubs and the organizations that the students are involved in. Um, I think a lot of times they'll think their outside folks will think that WPI students are just busy with their academics all of the time and that there's not a ton of time for those extracurriculars. Um, but actually, it's more, you're statistically more likely to find a WPI student involved in two or more things than a student involved in nothing. So really, really involved community. Um, we have everything we offer on campus from Greek life, all the way to professional societies. Um, we have different fun niche clubs that our students enjoy. Uh, just a little example, um, we have a Lego club on campus. Um, <laughs> if anybody comes to visit our campus and comes to our admissions building, you'll see a, a full-scale model of campus out of Legos that's all custom-built. Um, so that's really fun. Um, we have a ton of um, intramural sports clubs that we offer. So our students are, are always looking to get involved on campus and build that, that great community. Well, it sounds like there's definitely something for everyone. And I love how you shared that you're more likely to find students that are involved in two or more activities than not being involved at all. Right. I also want to mention, Sydney, that I read a statistic that your retention rate is an astonishing 96%. And I want to mention this for a few reasons, because I think when students and parents are researching colleges or universities, it's very important for them to look at the retention rate just to help them determine whether or not a school would be the right fit for them. But I also mention it because it's a testament to the great work that you do in admissions and the great work that WPI does to keep students happy and wanting to come back to campus each and every year. So, Sydney, what can you tell us about what makes students so happy at WPI while having such a high percentage of returning students? So that number is something that we are obviously really, really proud of at WPI. Um, that 96% is well above the national average for retention rates. Um, so we really uh, attribute that to our wonderful community that we have here. 
Um, I know a lot of people may think of schools that concentrate more in science and math or STEM disciplines as being very competitive environments. Um, we kind of foster that, that whole um, sense of community here through that project-based learning and through the unique way that we roll out our academics. We call it the WPI plan. It is unique to us. Um, it has been in place for over 50 years. Um, so that is really like it involves our academic calendars. It involves our larger projects that we have for our graduation requirement. So overall, really just the unique system that we have and the flexibility with the programs while you're in your academic discipline. Um, really, we allow students to choose the direction that they want to move in. Um, if you look online, we offer um, tracking sheets. If you're ever curious to see what uh, our different majors, kind of the, what the track through the major may look like, um, you may notice if you ever take a look at them that the space is very blank because we offer that opportunity for students to take the classes they want to take in their major and really customize um, in the certain area that they, they want to focus on. So we don't give one prescribed way through any major. Um, so we allow the students to really have that academic freedom and we want them to chart their own course. Um, so that really, all of those factors I really think contribute to why students are coming to WPI and then why they stay at WPI in, at such a high rate. Well, we appreciate that. And as you mentioned, STEM schools oftentimes are perceived as being very competitive in nature, but with a 96% retention rate, clearly you foster a collaborative community where students are happy and want to come back year after year. So we really appreciate that explanation. Thank you so much, Sydney. So can you walk us through the WPI application review process? In other words, what factors do you consider when making admissions decisions? Sure. Um, so to start off, we are a Common App school. So we're on the Common App, which is wonderful. We also are free to apply to. We did not want an application fee to be a barrier to anybody that wanted to apply to WPI. So we went and took that away. Um, and then in terms of just application review, um, when I'm looking at an application, we want to see a well-rounded student. Um, so yes, we do want students with those strong math and science grades specifically. I mean, all the grades are important, um, but of course we really are gonna look primarily at those math and science grades as well as any humanities and arts that you may have. Another thing that we really look for um, is evidence of more rigorous or challenging courses in a student's transcript. Uh, because those will match, more closely match the, um, the type of curriculum, the, the pace of the curriculum that we have here at WPI. Um, we take our courses in seven-week time frames versus the 14-week semester. Um, so we move a bit quicker here, so we need to see evidence that a student would be able to handle the rigor and the pace. Um, so those APs, those honors, those dual enrollment courses are um, something we definitely look for. But on the other side of things, we also want to see involvement because evidence of fit for WPI is evidence that you can collaborate with others. Um, so my advice really is if you do it, put it down. If it's a club, if it's sports, if it's a job you have, any of that, throw that in your activity section on your application. It is so important to kind of show that um, involvement that you have, no matter what it is. It could be family responsibilities at home. I always encourage people to, like I said, if you do it, put it on there. Um, so yes, we wanna see those strong academics, but we also really are looking for evidence of, of collaboration as well with others. 
Well, we appreciate you explaining the seven-week time frame, which is certainly unique to WPI. I also like the way you talked about the activity sheet. And if you're someone that has to take care of a relative or you hold a job, make sure, students, that you put everything and anything on that activity sheet so that they can get a full picture of who you are as a person and outside of the classroom. And of course, Sydney mentioned that, yes, you know, WPI is definitely highly academic. So keep working hard, students, whether you're taking dual enrollment classes, AP classes, honors classes, to hopefully be accepted to WPI. So, Sydney, for which of your majors would a student have to submit a portfolio? And what advice would you give to a student in terms of what to consider when putting their portfolio together? So we actually don't have any specific majors that require a portfolio. Some students do choose if they have maybe um, art that they'd like to submit or a project that they would like to show us. Maybe there's a YouTube link that they can include. (laughs) That's all something that you can include in your application, at least on the Common App. You can attach it um, as a link. We will view anything that you give us. Um, So again, if it's you playing the piano at a recital and you want to include that because it's so important to you and it's a big activity in your life, include that as well. We will take a look at it. Again, it's any anything is going to add more context to who you are as a person um, that you do attach to the application. So while we don't have a specific major that requires any sort of portfolio, because we are actually not a school that you have to apply to any specific major, you just apply to WPI itself. And then we'd ask that you declare your major about halfway through your freshman year. So we don't have any specific programs that require the portfolio. But if you do have other portfolio-like things that you would like to share with us, we always encourage attaching them to your application. Well, we appreciate that clarification. Thank you so much, Sydney. And I also read that WPI is test blind. Can you share the school's philosophy in terms of why it decided to go test blind? Sure. Um, So... When I inform people that we are test blind, that is definitely something that people either really enjoy or they really don't enjoy. I know that is pretty different um, and unique. Um, Not a lot of places are completely test blind. I know many are test optional. WPI was test optional. We started going test optional, I believe, like eight to 10 years ago around that time frame. Um, And in the past two years, we actually decided to move to a test blind policy. Main reason being we took a look at the data um, and we actually found that students that did better on the SAT or the ACT um, versus students that maybe did not have as high of a score that ended up coming to WPI did not necessarily do better academically over time. We really do feel that, again, we want to review your application in a holistic way. We don't want to just concentrate on that test number. It is not a good determining factor for us specifically um, to see if you are a good fit for WPI or WPI is a good fit for you as a student. Because, again, we have so much more than just our academics. We have collaboration as another huge portion of how we roll out our academics at WPI. So um, we need to see the whole picture when we look at a student. We don't just want to concentrate on one specific number. I want to welcome back Sean Patel, who is the founder and CEO of Prep Expert. He's a Shark Tank entrepreneur making a deal with Mark Cuban back in 2016. Sean, welcome back. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, John. So I just wanted to share with all your listeners real quick that we have an amazing partnership with the College Admissions Process Podcast, and we have a really special offer for all of your listeners. So for any listener who wants to enroll their student into one of our prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one tutoring programs, you can get 30% off just for being a listener of the College Admissions Process Podcast. All you need to do is put in the promo code College Talk, one word, just College Talk, and that'll give you 30% off all prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one tutoring packages. Make sure you use the link in the show notes of the College Admissions Process Podcast. Thank you, Sean. We really appreciate it. To our listeners, as an affiliate partner with Prep Expert, I want to be transparent with you that for every purchase made, the College Admissions Process Podcast will receive a small commission from Prep Expert. But rest assured that we only promote programs that we believe in and feel would benefit our listeners. For more information, please see the Prep Expert affiliate partnership link in the show notes. And now, let's get back to the show. Well, we appreciate that. And speaking of the whole picture, can we dig a little deeper about the importance of extracurricular activities in your admissions process? In other words, what kind of activities do you like to see on an application? And does that change based on the intended major? Like I said before, really any kind of activities. I know some students may kind of think, oh, I need to do all different kinds of impressive research in my high school career, or I need to partake in certain STEM-based camps. Those are awesome. Any research is awesome. It will give you awesome experience. But it's not the only thing that we look for or look at when we are looking at your extracurriculars. Again, for us, really, it's just evidence that you can work well in a team or work well with others. Um, So that could be any sports team that you're a part of. It could be volunteer work that you've done, community service. Um, It could be, again, research or projects that you've completed that you're really proud of. Um, Or it can be any other, really any other involvements. We just look to see that you're involved. Well, we appreciate that. And digging deeper in the overall application, let's talk a little bit about the college essay What do you look for in a college essay? And do you have any tips for students on how to craft a compelling essay? Sure. So the essay is always an interesting part to read in the application because so many students write about so many different things and there's so many different options for the prompts um, students can respond to. Um, So whenever I'm talking to a prospective student about the essay, my main piece of advice really is to make it authentic to you. Um, That could be any kind of story. It could be a funny story that you have. It could be a story that is really important to you, a time in your life that was really important or impactful. I also just say, make sure that it's clear and your writing is kind of concise, but also, like I said, the most important part really is to make it authentic. Um, I always tell students that you don't need to have a crazy story or anything that's out of this world. Um, You know, you are more than just one event that may have happened in your life. And there are so many aspects of of students that make them exciting and intriguing, compelling. So 
really just share a story or an anecdote that is authentic to you and that will come through and to whoever is reading that essay, whether it's me at WPI or somebody at another institution. Well, we appreciate that, of course. And the Common App provides the same essay prompts regardless of which school you are applying to. Many schools, however, add supplemental questions to gain more insight into the student. So, Sydney, how many supplemental questions do you ask for and what more are you trying to learn from potential student responses from the supplemental question? Sure. So we offer one supplemental question um, in addition to the regular essay on the common application. Um, the, you may see that the question is worded a little bit differently, but essentially it's going to be asking you, why WPI? And that is my little insider tip. If you're listening to this podcast, this is going to be very helpful for you because um, <laughs> when you answer that question, we really highly encourage students to be authentic, but to be specific about what they really like about WPI. Um, we are a unique institution with a very unique way that we, like I said, roll out our academics. So we like to see that students have some knowledge of that. Um, I always say if you came to campus and maybe you've seen a building that you really enjoy or there was a fun fact that you heard that you really liked, mention it on your on your supplemental question. So my biggest piece of advice really is to be authentic, but to really be specific when you do answer that question to the specific school that you're writing about. Well, we appreciate that insight. And I think it talks to demonstrated understanding with the supplemental. In other words, if you're asking students why WPI, you're really looking to see if they understand how they see themselves at WPI. Maybe it was a building, like you said, that they saw on a tour. Maybe it's a specific major. Maybe it's that business minor combined with a STEM major. Whatever it is, you really want to show your demonstrated understanding of the institution when they ask a supplemental. So please put in the same amount of time with the supplemental as you do with the general essay. So, Sydney, we really appreciate that insight. This has been a phenomenal conversation. Unfortunately, it does lead us to our last question, which is, what are your top three pieces of advice you would provide a student and their parents getting ready for the college admissions process? Sure. Well, that's a great question. Um, so my number one piece of advice to really any student is if you are interested in a school, any school, um, my biggest piece of advice would be to visit that school. If it is possible for you to do so, either in person or virtually, a visit will always help provide that extra context. It will always help you kind of either get that feeling if the school is a good fit for you or not a good fit for you. Um, I know so many people have said to me, I've come to campus and the second I was on campus, I just knew that I belonged there. And so my number one tip is definitely to visit. So that would be my, my first. Um, my second, really, when you're looking at different institutions, colleges, universities, definitely evaluate the return on investment, the opportunities that you can have at that school. Um, higher education overall, college um, is very expensive, as we all know. Um, it is not only an investment of your money, it is also an investment of your time and your energy. And so my biggest piece of advice really um, on top of the visit is really evaluate if that school can give back to you however much you are putting into it. So are there great opportunities there for internships? Is that school well connected um, to outside companies and organizations? 
Do they have a really well-functioning career center is something that's important. Um, I think some people may overlook that in their process. They might not be thinking so far ahead, which is totally fair. The the search process is overwhelming. Totally can acknowledge that. Um, but really, really take a look at that as part of your search process, something that I would really highly encourage. Um, and then my last piece of advice um, is to kind of evaluate the school as a whole. So is it a good academic fit for you? Is it a good social fit for you? And is it a good financial fit for you? Um, and so that really is my third piece of advice to kind of round it out is to evaluate the school on more than just one criteria. Um, I know I personally was a college athlete, so athletics were something that was really important to me. If you are a student that is also interested in pursuing athletics at school, that's wonderful, but also evaluate the school on the other criteria as well, because you never know what can happen with your athletic career. Um, and it's really important to beyond just one specific factor about a school, whether it's just one specific program that you're interested in or athletics or one specific thing at that school, make sure you evaluate it on kind of that holistic basis because it will really provide you with the best um, experience when you do end up choosing. Well, those are tremendous pieces of advice. Obviously, if you can visit, look at your return on investment and also look at the academic, social, and financial fit. Those are, again, tremendous pieces of advice. Cindy, this has been a great conversation. I'm so happy, as I know that this is gonna help so many students and their parents as they navigate through the process. We do hope to have you again. Thank you so much for your time today. Of course, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Cap.